what's cool about Baby Einstein? Nothing. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Have you ever seen Little not. Einsteins? Yeah, Little That's Einsteins. That's so good. Cool. Yeah, it's awesome. In comparison to Baby Climbing Einstein. through the sky. Little Einsteins. Mm. Climb aboard. Get ready to explore. There's so much to find. Little Einsteins. Nice wow. harmony. <laughs> you like that? <laughs> that was good. <laughs> you know what? That, we have been... All right, you guys just drop the mics and walk away. <laughs> we have been, dude, we have been programmed. Oh thanks, for, thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs> that, that concludes this week's podcast. Wow. Um, what were we talking about? <laughs> uh, nothing topical. <laughs> so we should change the, to- the wow. topic. Wow. It was unbelievable. You know, yeah, Baby Einstein was just creepy, and I think it was a way, like, hey, let's see if we can make a bunch of weird sounds and noises, and they'll be so weird that people yeah. will pay lots of money because they'll make their babies smarter, when it really does nothing. I know. At all. It's a scam. I actually heard one of the, you know how they put all the all the stuff to classical music? Yeah. Um, I heard one of the songs that they used on a, on a Baby Einstein on uh, NPR. The other day, I was listening to NPR, and they really? they play classical music. And I heard one of the songs. I forget what it was called, but it immediately made me think <laughs> of Baby Einstein, and I got really mad. <laughs> that's that's just NPR dis- disturbing. I did. Yeah. Um, the beloved Baby Einstein. Yeah, I'm, I'm really happy my kids are, are out of that. Um, I did enjoy Bear in the or Big Blue they? House. Oh, yeah? Bear in the Big yeah. Blue House. Bear in the Big Blue House. There is a potty song uh, with potty training mm-hmm. that, to this day, I could honestly sing to you. And it Please helps do. me. No, no, I will not do I, that. Okay. We, we've, we've diverged enough from aviation. We must regain ourselves and come back to our What roots. about this big bird here? The bird of time. That's yeah. actually what it's called. The bird of time. The bird of time. Yeah, it's spent a lot of time you, in here. You know what's funny? I'm, 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 I love that plane and I'm protective of it. And it, it does fly. Like we could take it out and fly it within probably 15 minutes. But uh, that is one of the, the planes that I still have that are perfectly intact from my dad. Oh, wow. So my, my dad had his own, and I had my own, and we flew them together. And my dad sold his to a good family friend, but that one has lots of flights with both of us. So it's kind of right. cool to uh, to keep it in one piece. But so essentially you're saying that you'll never fly it again. No, no, I'm going to fly it. I'm just going to make sure when I fly it that I don't do anything too stupid with it. Right. So, so it's such a great says, flying airplane. It's gorgeous. So maybe today. You know, if, if we were out Malvern or somewhere, I would I would definitely fly it today. That's sweet. Yeah, I, I would do it. Take a trip. So yeah, this is this is we're in our off my office by the way. Do you, yeah. What do you think of it? It's beautiful. <laughs> I mean, I really I really enjoy all the uh, random stuff on the shelf. Yeah, that hasn't moved in well since I was hired. You know why that stuff's there? It's because I didn't know where else to put it. <laughs> How long have we had that quads in it? Oh my god! Oh yeah, way too long. Did that ever fly? I don't know. I don't think it that did. one did fly. Did yeah. it? Okay. Yeah, That's good to know. Oh, we're back. So what's new, guys? You know what I'm excited about? We're finally getting back into a rhythm. This is our first normal week in probably three months, hmm. it feels like. We're back on. All right. So yeah, you were saying three months. Yeah, but I'm wrong. It's really only been about a month, but <laughs> I think this has been our first normal week that we've had. Actually, no, because we were off uh, Labor Day. Yeah. So not a normal week yet. Not a normal week yet. We're getting there. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been nice. I, I tell you what, we watch those vlogs, and I've been, I've been catching myself... Watching the vlogs like as a first time viewer, and I just every every morning I come in, I appreciate everyone even more because it just makes me realize how blessed we are to, to get to do this every day. Mm. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, true statement. So, what have you been working on right lately, Josh? Um, I've been obsessed with full scale. I won't lie, and I don't want to I don't want to blast people too much, but uh, I've been working on the plane, trying to squeeze in as much time uh, over the weekend to uh, to get to fly and, and build hours before winter hits because that's when we're going to tear the plane apart and uh, and restore it. Uh, but along with that, 
I got my first uh, formation flying experience, which was Ooh. unbelievable. My, my dad, for some reason, never flew for, uh, formation. Closest we got was, you know, two people that knew each other heading to breakfast together. But uh, my good friend Frank and Don were gracious enough to come out and, uh, and fly really, really close and, and give me a, a really good memory. Was that the video that you posted with the uh, bogey? That was the first time. It was funny. Um, so that was not planned. That was not planned. Frank Frank came out, and I was working on my plane. He's like, you know, it was early morning. He's like, I'm going to fly. You're going to fly? I'm like, I'll fly. He goes, I'll follow you. I'm like, wait a minute. Two planes up in the air. Is, is, is that going to cause any problems? You know, and he kind of laughed at me. And hey, he literally just taxied out after me and uh, and took off. And that was that, that Facebook video with me kind of going nuts. But the following weekend, he called his buddy Don, and then they literally called me and said, "Hey, you need more formation time, so we're gonna we're gonna meet you out at the airport and and fly with you." And uh, they gave Noah a ride in uh, hmm. Frank's plane, and Frank was the camera ship, and then he was taking a picture of uh, Don and I flying together, and then later he tucked in, and and uh, that was it was so cool, especially from Noah's perspective, he was just snapping off footage, you know, photos one after another. And uh, next week, when Frank gets back, we're going to have four Pete and Poles in the air and a fifth plane, and Noah will be in the fifth, and we'll get all four, oh, wow. four together. But So how does that work, flying formation? Like, uh, Is it something that, that's planned out, or do you just kind of do it as you go? Yeah, yeah. Actually, a lot of it's planned out. And, and uh, John Fury would be the expert in this because he flies formation all the time. Um, but uh, what you do is you have a pre-plan, and then everyone has, okay, if I bail, I'm going to go this direction. They know mm-hmm. what order they're flying in. They were really, really kind to me. Um, I'm one of the slowest planes, and uh, they let me be on the, the lead and in, in, in the front. So cool. all I had to do is just fly, and basically they said, okay, go up and turn left, and after you turn left, turn left again, and do that for about 30 minutes. Hmm. And uh, we just had like three hand signals. You know, When I saw them and I was comfortable going to stay this way, I'd give them a little thumbs up. And uh, Frank would kind of point to where he was going to. So if he went to my, my left, I would know well ahead of time. But basically, they stayed to my right and kind of lined up. And it, So you just communicated through hand signals? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we just, and it was really easy. I could actually see Michael or uh, Noah's grin uh, a couple different times. Uh, I've never been that close to another airplane in the air. Wow. <laughs> it was so cool to huh. see your best friends like looking back at you, just flying around. And can't wait someday to, to do that cross-country. The idea of having 10 to 11 of those planes flying together seems so cool. Um, but beyond that, in the model realm, uh, we're getting another wing out. Yes, we are. Yeah. Yes. So are we, have we decided on the name yet? Uh, I haven't decided on a name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, um, we, we, I think that's your job. That's my job. <laughs> Actually, we're, we, I guess we're leaving that up to the community. Um, we're going to probably call it the FT Spear. But back when we did the, the original FT Arrow, mm-hmm. uh, remember there was a bigger version of that that yep. was floating mm-hmm. around? Um, the elevons were too small, and uh, it was just too fragile. So uh, we kind of put that on the back burner and just had time to revisit that. And uh, Austin, I owe thanks to you because you're like, you know, I think it's time to bring out a bigger wing, Josh. <laughs> and uh, you lit my, my butt on fire and, and got me motivated again. Literally. Too. Literally, yeah. It was always such on fire. Yeah. We, we yeah. had a lighter in the shop just for that very reason. <laughs> Medical but, emergency. Uh, <laughs> it was, it's funny. Like, you get really frustrated when you're really close to the problem and you can't figure it out. And then you step away for a while and come back and it's like, oh, it's, it's right there. So... Um, it was it was a fun weekend, and while I was on vacation, I was I was working on that, and uh, <laughs> the plane actually flies good. It, it flies really smooth. Yeah, it, you're getting consistently. 60 you're laughing. Miles. Why are you laughing? When I, I was, was on vacation, <laughs> I was working on that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is always the case with Josh Bixler. <laughs> Dude, it's therapeutic, man. 
Okay. Sitting on the couch with a computer in front of you, tapping <laughs> away, some drawing cat. pictures of planes. Playing some cat. Yeah. Yeah, people don't know this. I actually have a laser in my, my garage. Yes. My, yes, he does. My wonderful wife, uh, she ran a lot of parts when we were still growing. And even to just maybe two, three months ago, we were still running parts from my garage. But uh, now it's just strictly a prototype machine. And uh, and so now whenever we get something, usually it's like 1130 at night. It's like, oh, what if I try this? And next thing you know, it's two in the morning. And, <laughs> and when, uh, when inspiration strikes, you have, yeah, to, yeah, you have but, to go for it. And I mean, it's a laser. <laughs> you need to go in your garage to your laser. laser. Cut these laser, laser beams. Beam. <laughs> but no, we, we flew that. And Josh, matter of fact, after the podcast, I'd love to, to build one with you. So sure. if we have some time, we, cool. can, we can go for that. So that's new. Yeah, I think that, uh, um, well, the, the first one's called the, it's a Mighty Mini Arrow, right? Yeah, Mighty it's Mini a, FD so Arrow. It would have, I guess it could have made sense to call this one just the arrow, but I think that would have been too much confusion. Yeah. So I think it's probably best yep. to call it a spear, spear. Yeah. or another projectile weapon. I, I mispronounce this poor guy's name. The javelin. The javelin. We talked about we talked the javelin. About it. We kicked yes. it around. So. Oh, but you don't like it. <laughs> well, here's Just the cool thing. Said, it's a good job, Scott. Nice the, there's a real nice gentleman, uh, Rud- Rudrick? Rudiger. Rudiger. Thank you so much. Rudiger counts. Rudiger. Um, and he actually made 150% and and jumped ahead and built, built it. And he called it the spear. So I think it's kind of cool to... Do that. And he gave us permission to use that and to mm. give him a, a shout out. So the harpoon. Uh, yeah, but it's it should be called the FT lunchbox with wings. There you go. Because it pizza, pizza box. Yeah, yes. it's, it's huge. You can pizza. put a lot of stuff in there. And I think that was uh, from flying with Heather and Shane. That was one of the main things. Is, is strength was a big issue, but also all the all the stuff they had to do to, to get all the gear in there, and it was still like a wasp nest. So this plane's gonna be different. For the episode, we should see if we can if we can, if we can carry a, a Chipotle burrito. Ooh. Deliver a Chipotle burrito, and then I'll eat it. <laughs> yes, I think I think that is. I, mean, I think I think we could carry too. But never take never mind, like to help yeah. out. You know, that's the release video. If I we, we could go for a humanitarian reason, like let's let's transport a blood sample for you know someone needs a transfusion. But no burritos. <laughs> but burritos. Burritos is where it's at. Actually, Especially a Chipotle burrito, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, what about a burrito bowl? <laughs> you know what? I'm in. It's it's a little flatter, you know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, a little more compact. Little, you know. Actually, I was I was reading somewhere um, somebody's going to do that. So like somebody was proving their technology or something like that, and they were going to deliver Chipotle burritos with some sort of drone technology. I'll have to look that up. As That's just that you know what half the fun is going to Chipotle. We'll, we'll be standing in line. We'll be into the punch though. Yeah, you know, nothing uh, like that Chipotle line. I know the Chipotle that line. That is heaven. Nothing like, nothing Sometimes like I just go and order food and uh, don't eat it. <laughs> Sometimes I just go through the line and don't even order. All right, this is, this is off subject, but tell me if you guys have never done this. When you go to Chipotle, you want to make friends with the very first person immediately. Like the, the person that says, you know, what do you want? You want to be like, hello, brother. I just friend. think you're awesome. And, and what you're really doing is you really want extra stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, you want right, them so to... there's a motive. There's a motive there. You want to build a relationship where they think, I like this person. I'm going to give them more than half a scoop of rice. Right. I think and, they'd be happy to do that for a fee. Huh? <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, <laughs> even with Subway, have you guys ever tried to, to befriend a, the Subway person to get the extra piece of cheese? Yeah, they're it's never. They're not having it. No, no. never. Actually, not friendly people there. It was I, somewhere online. I, I read like a guide to of how to uh, of how to get like your maximum Chipotle experience. Really? And they had like all of these techniques. Was was one of them to be your, their friend? No, no, no. No? It, well, yeah, I'm sure it has something to do with it. But like, like what one of the techniques was like, <laughs> was like if you ask for double meat, to like 
tell them after they give the first scoop, so that way they've shown their hand of what a scoop actually oh. is. Oh. <laughs> Dang. That's, That's cold. That is brilliant. Yeah, know, that right? is brilliant. Cause... So wait till they scoop it, they'd be like, actually, can you do double? And then they have to go, mm. because if you, wow. nor, I guess normally if they ask for double, they kind of do like two. Too like, chintzy. Yeah, two kind well, of scoops. It's true. It is absolutely true. When they, when they dish out and stuff, they proportion it to what the end game is going to be. And See, people didn't think they were going to be getting Chipotle pro tips today, but yeah, I know. And uh, if you don't have Chipotle in your country or city, I apologize. I did find out something. If you're going to go give people hugs in the Chipotle line, you got to put a hairnet on. Oh, true story. Oh, yeah. So, so you, don't try to get so behind the line to this. hug them unless you put a hairnet on. Only you would have discovered that, dude. You got to pass now. Is that if they're only behind the desk or if they're out in? Oh the yeah, city if they're out in Rome in free game. Free game. Ten so points. You can just, boom. Yeah, just just out of nowhere. Just, yeah. Hair netless hug. Hug and run, man. Hug and run. Come your way. <laughs> Hair netless hug. But by the way, guys, it's Google, it's Google that is delivering Chipotle to Virginia Tech via drone. So I think we should beat them to the punch and put a burrito and an FT spear. I think. What if What if we deliver it to Virginia Tech? <laughs> just kidding. Don't do that. What if we just make a burrito launcher? <laughs> I think the burrito launcher would be more likely. What if what if we did this? What if we we have we have clear open land from my family's farm to Barber Airport's Balsabies? And what if we cleared the skies there and we delivered a burrito from Balsabies to my family farm? I mean, that's that's three and a half miles. That'd be like, done. like literally like a, under a minute of flying. That's perfect. Let's I like that. Let's do it right now. Cool. Thomas All right. Burrito so uh, we're ending podcast. Take that, Google. Do burritos. So thanks, guys. Josh, you and I have some work to do. Appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But no, it's it's been a good week. We have had some of the most beautiful weather uh, that I can I've ever experienced. Really, like we had a stretch of a week and a half that was we every day some, was gorgeous. That's true. Weather. Yeah. Yeah. It's good to point that out because we always complain about the bad weather. I know. Right? <laughs> we rarely are thankful right? for the good weather. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just how it works. Well done, Josh Bigfoot. Well, thank you. Way I to keep us on track. Just notice I've been outside more than ever. So it's right. been And a, it might also have something to do with the big full scale airplane that you have. No. No. I'm not, no, I'm no, not no. doing that. By the way, huge shout out to my wife. Uh, you know, we, we always talk Bigster. about, we could have done this, you know, 10 years earlier and Jen wouldn't let me do it, but she has been so gracious to me talking about planes, buying goggles, buying more goggles. I have a goggle exception, uh, obsession, by the way. And, uh, and she's been so gracious. Like now I get to actually wake up the kids, take them out and repeat the exact same memories, uh, with my dad when he'd rope us into, uh, going out to, to the airport. Only bad thing is I'm still working on my private, so I can't fly them yet, but I got friends that will. So I go fly solo, they go jump in other people's airplanes, and we still have that memory, which to me, it's, I never realized how precious it was until I got older. And now mm-hmm. I see them, it's like, when I was their age, I was doing this with my dad, and that shaped this part of my life. And now I get to do that. And, it's, and she's been so supportive and encouraging through the whole thing. It's cool. And when we went to EAA AirVenture, there was multiple dads and sons that were yeah. coming by talking daughters. about flying, yeah. Yeah, flying together. Um, yeah, all the above <laughs> flying together and how these young kids are getting their pilot's license yeah. I mean there's you know 15, 16, 18 year olds you know all these all these different things it's crazy just just hearing the story of how people have either they started full scale and then they lost their medical or they couldn't fly full scale anymore for financial reasons health reasons whatnot and they went to model aviation and then they met us and then mm-hmm. other people they wanted to do full scale but they couldn't so they started model aviation and it really makes me realize that it's not like models or planes. It's it's really, you know, model aviation's in there 
one way or another. It's just what chapter of your life, and is it during, before, or after? Mm-hmm. And that's really exciting to see how much it integrates and, and how much we can kind of show every aspect of flight through flight test. And mm-hmm. I'm really excited about future content and uh, and stuff to come out from that. I hope it's hope it's well received and hope we do it well. Yeah. Very well made. Yeah. So Josh, you've been busy. Yep. So what have you been up to? Oh, what have I not been up to? <laughs> yeah, uh, really busy. Um, I keep adding things to my life. I don't know why I do this, but I but I keep adding things. But uh, the uh, World War II veteran adventure is going strong. Um, really excited that I've been able to um, meet with so many veterans. It started out so slow, and I was starting to feel like, well, maybe it's just like kind of a lost cause. But um, they're out there. And it's cool because they do they do want to talk for the most part. There, there's some guys that you know that I've ta- I've had the opportunity to meet, which for me is is more than enough. But um, some some guys are, are a little more private, and they you know they're not really comfortable with like kind of opening up and sharing about their experience, which is totally understandable. Um, but there's a lot of guys out there that just want to share their experience and, and kind of pass it on to future generations. Um, for me, that's that's really great. It's really awesome. Um, I met a gentleman last Friday, and I'm actually going back over to his house today to talk some more. Um, he's 97 years old, and uh, he was in what at the time was called the, I might get this wrong, but the U.S. Uh, Army Air Force. So it was before it was before the Air Force and the Army were split into two different things. Oh, wow. Um, but he, his job was basically loading um, guns and bombs on the fighter planes and bombers, uh, before they would go out on their missions, and a lot of that, a lot of that work they would do, not from a base, but kind of like out in the field as well. And so he actually ended up getting caught up in the Battle of the Bulge um, in the Ardennes Forest. Um, he was he was uh, kind of stranded there uh, through Christmas because they were uh, his unit was surrounded by by the Germans, and so they were stranded there, uh, trapped for a few a few weeks before uh, Patton uh, came in and, and kind of helped those guys out and. It'd be a long, you said a few weeks? Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah, it, freezing cold, uh, you know, spent his Christmas there, um, just surrounded, and uh, it's it's pretty insane. But yeah, the, the, stuff that, the stuff that he experienced, the stuff that he's been through is, is pretty remarkable. And he's, he's such a cool guy. So he, he's really funny, uh, really down-to-earth guy. But uh, he, so he, he got to see, uh, uh, he was present for one of Patton's, like, famous speeches that he did. He, he was... Uh, he marched into Paris when when Paris was liberated. Uh, he said that was like an insane an insane party in and of itself. But uh, yeah, to to get to meet these guys and to hear their experience and, and and you know it really like brings a whole new light to it and just brings a reality to it. You can watch a documentary or you can watch a movie or you can read a book, but to hear it from a person who is actually there and actually experienced it uh, is pretty crazy. And uh, awesome. He got uh, he got a pretty crazy uh, birthday present um, when he found out that Hitler died on his birthday while he was <laughs> while he was stationed over there. Uh, he was actually in Germany. I'm not sure what part of Germany he was in at the time, but uh, but yeah, that was that's pretty crazy news to find out on your birthday. Wow. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's pretty cool. He has a, he has a lot of cool. I'm actually going. I, I didn't get to see very many pictures when I was there uh, last time. We just mostly just talked. Um, but I'm going back over there today to see some pictures and uh, some memorabilia that he has. And uh, with him being in the Army Air Force, uh, he has a whole, uh, the corner of his uh, living room, he has a little uh, toy um, 
airport set up with all these cool little uh, warbird models sitting there. So he, he was showing me all those and <laughs> his uh, B-29s and his, uh, what was the one, uh, the German Luftwaffe plane? I'm blanking on what the Mesh name of it was. or something like that. <laughs> yeah, sure. Maybe one of those. Yeah, But yeah, so yeah, it, it's, been, it's been great. It's been really good. And I'm looking <laughs> forward to uh, meeting with some more guys. Um, I actually have um, a growing list uh, of, of veterans that I'm going to be meeting with. So it's pretty cool. And uh, I've been getting some feedback from the flight test community as well. Um, some people who living across the country um, that are veterans that, that are uh, looking forward to, to talking with me. So right now I'm kind of debating with those guys on whether I should wait for the off chance of being in their area at a certain time or uh, to just go ahead and set up a phone interview. But a phone interview with some of these guys is a little more difficult because a lot of them don't even, don't even talk on the phone just because it's, you know, whether for hearing reasons or whatever, it's yeah. kind of hard to for them to communicate that way. Um, so in person is definitely better, uh, but I'm just kind of trying to figure out how I can make that happen. So, but like we said before, anytime that, that I'm on the road with flight tests, we would love to be able to let people know um, what area we're coming to. Absolutely. And uh, so that way we can, uh, I can meet up with some guys. Actually, this is not flight test related, but I will be in the um, Washington DC area um, on October uh, the weekend of the 8th and 9th, I, I think I'll be there from Friday to Sunday. Um, so I believe that's the 7th, 8th, and 9th of October. So if anybody listening uh, lives in that area and you are a World War II veteran or you know of one that would that would like to talk with me, I'd love to be able to sit down and, and hear about that experience. That is so cool. How do people get a hold of you? Joshua underscore direct at yahoo.com. J-O-S-H-U-A underscore D-I-R-E-C-T at yahoo.com awesome I, I love getting to hear the stories i get to, to vicariously live you know through you to hear this these bits of history man yeah. i appreciate you bringing them to us yeah. and man you you are active because you're doing this on top of a full-time job on yes. top of flight test yes and uh and family and you still do family to the, the way you've been called to which is yeah. awesome yeah, I'm not really sure how I do all that. <laughs> I will say that I wish I could do it all better. Yeah. If I had more time to each one, I could do a better job at each of them, but I, do the best I can. I think the amount you can accomplish in life is directly proportional to the awesomeness that you have in a wife. <laughs> yeah, you know? for sure. It's, it's pretty cool. Oh, definitely. Boom. And I can, I can definitely say with no hesitation that my wife is amazing, and she definitely sees the value in, in all the different things that I'm into. You know, like you said, my full-time job, which is the... Uh, uh, music director at our church, uh, my part-time job at Flight Test, my, you know, side passion project with the World War II veterans. Uh, she's incredible, uh, and she she loves it. She she, uh, she loves to be able to, when she does get the chance, to actually go along with me and, and be part of all these different things. So it's pretty cool. You know, this is, I think we did it once before, but we should really do a podcast where we just pull all the wives in, and mm-hmm. then we, we go out and get some Chipotle burritos. <laughs> let them let them fill them in. Brought it back to Chipotle. <laughs> That's a great idea. Because uh, I think I mean every one of us, uh, every one of our spouses have have been active and done something in flight test or yep. for flight test quite actively. Mm-hmm. And uh, matter of fact, I think in future travels and stuff, we're gonna purposely be bringing our spouses to to help out in the store and to to be active at flight tests and stuff like that. Yep. But uh, it is really cool, and I can personally say we're all blessed with amazing women in our lives. I think it's the only reason we can juggle as many balls. As we do. Well, yeah. Cool. So, cool stuff. Thanks. So, uh, what's uh, what's new on the site recently? 
On the website? On the website. That's interesting. Like content or episodes. Content. Or... Well, we've talked about the vlog already. Mm-hmm. And by the way, if you guys haven't seen it, please watch it. It's, it's pretty amazing, you know, what Alex takes in, in a couple of days, turns it around. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I'm really excited about, Austin, is what you're kind of pioneering through Stefan and TJ uh, with content coming up. You want to describe some of that? Yeah. So uh, um, part of something we have coming up is, um, uh, so I don't, it doesn't have a name yet, and maybe it won't have a name but the kind of the format, kind of yeah. The format is kind of like a, it's kind of like a multi rotor garage type thing. So the the concept is basically um, you know we walk through a build of a really popular uh, multi rotor model um, that's uh, that's out on the market. And because one thing that we've that we've found is at flight test is that something we're very good at is doing build videos, and that's something that you know Josh has pioneered with. Uh, um, the swappable series, and that's something we've expanded to multi rotors, and um, those are extremely popular. Anytime we do them, even if we we've even experimented with like doing a, a little bit of like a build video on um, uh, just like regular build up airplanes, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Yeah. Those are all very popular. Build to fly. Um, so our um, our goal is is to um, is to put out maybe once a month or once every other month, uh, put out a multi rotor build video. So pick a popular frame that's out on the market. Um, one that's going to be, um, we want to pick stuff that has, um, staying power, you know, something that's going to be effective for a long time because we realize that, um, you know, there definitely are the people out there that are building the new frame every week and are flying the, the new stuff every day. Um, but that's not everybody, you know, a lot of people are going to build a quad and need something that's going to last for a year. Well, you got um, about 800 bucks in some of these quads when you count GoPro and VTX, and I forgot to put yep. my cell phone on mute. Yeah, that <laughs> might have been me. I don't know. Um, but yeah, the uh, um, uh, so anyway, our goal is to is to do do something like that. So the, the goal isn't necessarily that people build every single one, but the goal is that if there is something new that's coming out, there's a multi rotor frame that's coming out that you're interested in. The idea is the flight test is going to have a uh, um, a resource for you, a build video, um, and I, actually, Stefan, you were you did the first one uh, with our friend TJ. Mm-hmm. Um, how did that go? Uh, it actually went really smoothly. Uh, TJ's been uh, obviously building for a really long time. Um, he started with micros and went into the new, you know, bigger quads and stuff like that, higher performance. Um, so he was really giving a lot of good tips and tricks uh, as well, along with the actual build um, to kind of make it. Uh, easier and just more, um, I don't know, just more distinguishable between you know, what you could do, what you should do, and all that kind of stuff. So it was a lot of fun, and uh, I kind of I learned a lot, which was nice. Um, I watched him build uh, his quad, his FT two ten is what we built uh, yesterday. Um, so yeah, it it was a really cool time, and uh, I can see this going a, a lot better in the future. So uh, yeah, we started with the FT two ten, which is you know obviously our frame, but I think we're actually going to expand and actually do it with other people's frames as well. Oh yeah. Uh, so there's a lot of awesome designs out there, and there's people that are, you know, you know, eat, sleep, and breathing, you know, multi rotors and how this little adjustment affects everything else, and there's just people that are just doing that every single day, and we really want to showcase those people. Well, it's yeah. really it's really inspirational because you know we do a build video on an airplane. Guess what? A year from now technology is going to pretty much be the same yeah but you literally go a month uh into the future and suddenly it goes from kiss to be all heli mm-hmm. and then you know now you know back when i did the build videos with the versacopter we were plugging it was uh i think serials what they call it you know every every you know servo wire was used and you know you had six inputs and now it's single wire 
you know, yeah. I don't know that technology. Yeah. And but but TJ does, and TJ is always keeping up on it because he's competing. He's in, in it, and it's really cool to have that wealth of knowledge come in where it's a lot more. Like you said, it has staying power where he's teaching techniques that we would have to really go out and try to learn, and would never be able to completely mm. um, make known because we wouldn't completely understand it. So we, we're definitely uh, taking a, a weakness of ours and, and taking a strength from the community and putting it in front of the camera, which I think is really cool. And man, Stefan and, and, and Austin, you both, man, you guys are going crazy with the multi rotors. <laughs> how good you're flying? Yeah, we, I, that's like the main thing that I have that's flyable is my <laughs> FT210, and I think uh, or Stefan too. So yeah. uh, we've been flying those quite a bit, and I, I think I hope having a build video out is helpful to people for yeah. getting theirs up and going and flying. And um, and also, I, by the way, the the goal for those videos is to completely take the guesswork out of what to buy. So yeah, if right. you are already have the materials at home, great. You can follow along with the build video. But if you don't have any of it, the idea is with one click, you can get everything that's being used in the build video. So you have everything there um, ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. Early on with flight tests, I mean, the whole idea was to give people a good experience getting in the hobby. And what the hobby was really plagued with was frustration, aggravation, expense, buying parts you didn't need, not having the parts you do need, things like that where... You know, with planes, it's, we've gotten it down pretty well. You know, we can give people a pretty good experience in building and flying. Multi-rotors has always been a struggle. So I'm really excited about seeing that intimidation, expense, frustration, waste yeah. being taken away. But not just with our products, but with also with uh, with popular frames in the market or coming into the market. Yeah. And there's sure. always and there's always somebody, because we're in the, in the beginner's market essentially is what, what we kind of hit most of the time. Is that there's always people on the forums, always people on uh, you know different different areas of the internet asking, you know, hey, what do I buy? What 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 ESC is best? What motor is best? You know, how do I hook this up? I mean, it's across the board. Everybody's asking those kinds of questions. Um, so these build videos are really going to be able to spread a lot of light and shed a lot yeah. of light on those different things, so that you just you get it up in the air quicker mm-hmm. um, rather than having to wait two, three, four, five days for a response. When you can just have everything at your fingertips. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff. Can't wait to see that come out. Yeah. So, uh, Josh, I'm not sure if you want to tease this or not, but you've been working on some World War One airplanes. Yeah. Or should, we, <laughs> or, or should we back up and cut that out? No, no, no. <laughs> we, we can talk about it. It's just if it fails, people are going to be frustrated like the Shinden. Um, by the wait, way, the Shinden's going to come out. Is the MiG-3 coming someday. out? Someday. <laughs> Next, Next month. month. <laughs> <laughs> Next month. Why did you guys give each other fives? What's so funny about that? The MiG, they, they exist, okay? We have the cards. Exactly, yeah. Well, we do. We, no. we do. For the Shinden, I, we've had the card for over a year. <laughs> yeah, to, to Alex but, would know. You know, we, we have a, a secret beta builder team, and God bless them because uh, they've been working on the Shinden, and I fell back because I got, I got to get more in tune, but it's like questions like, where's the CG because this thing will not fly? <laughs> it's like precisely. <laughs> precisely. <laughs> it's, you know, we, we are blessed with happy accidents. We were not blessed with a happy accident with the Shinden. And when it's built right and balanced right, it flies fantastic. When it's just a touch off, 10% off, you get 100% failure. And that's yeah. that's a really hard balancing act with it. But right. going back to World War One, um, we are definitely going to be looking to release some World War One models. Really what I'm struggling with is whether we go mini or whether we do CPAC, BPAC. Uh, for them so right now i got one that's designed to actually do either or um and we'll see whether one's overpowered under it's about 20 inch wingspan it's gonna be a Fokker triplane and then we're gonna go for probably an se5 or a stop with uh for the second one and truthfully i haven't even gotten any anything on on the computer yet for that but once the Fokker's done we just stretch it and change it a little bit i vote b-pack b-pack 
You like the bee pack? Yeah, I think it's but a good size. It'd be nice to have something that's slow enough for a backyard, and that plane is so draggy. You know, yeah. it's going to be slow to begin with, so have something you can really savor. And uh, really owe that to uh, Christian, our new hire. He uh, he has a what, what's the game video? Battlefield One. Yeah, I don't mm. I don't remember video games very well, but apparently it looked really really cool. Although I did see a Fokker triplane with Sop with Rondels on it, and I got to see what's up with that because <laughs> it was <laughs> it was a Fokker triplane with and it, they had a Sop with triplane. I mean that's what the Germans used to steal the design to make the Fokker triplane, and they modified it a little bit. But uh, yeah, so so that's going to be the goal and one I guess passion project that will be niche but hopefully made repeatable is. Uh, um, I want to build a blimp, but not in the traditional sense with uh, helium and stuff. Um, everyone has 400 size motors laying around. You know, that, that whole size quad with the 10-inch props just kind of died overnight. And a lot of people have gear laying around. And, and one thing I was thinking about really trying to take a take on is is um, flying art. You know, where, yeah, okay, the quads now that are small are smooth. They have good flight times. All that stuff's working in our favor for AP platforms. You know, the Versacopter is a really good example of that. Let's try to use these, this 400 size gear for something that's really, really cool. So I want to make a, uh, a VTOL uh, blimp out, mm. of, uh, out of foam where it'll just look really cool in the air. And that Battlefield 1 is kind of the perfect opportunity to do that. So it'll yeah, definitely. probably be niche, but then I'd like to make a repeatable model that would be based off of 400 size gear so people could recycle some of that electronics. And people love VTOLs. VTOLs like are you cool. You get it all the time. So. It's crazy. Look, <laughs> look for a VTOL of the uh, the Bixler coming. I know a, a community member did a really good take on that with uh, pods coming off the wings. Um, I'm working on a version that works off of tough tilts hmm. and uh, works off the fuselage so you can interchange the wings or actually just shorten it down with no wings. Yeah, that's perfect. Um, so hopefully once we get some success of that, we'll tease that too. Well, if we do, uh, if we pull off some sort of uh, Battlefield One episode, I'm sure probably majority of people probably won't build the blimp, but it'll be really cool to see it. And yeah. I'm sure I'm sure people will be all over those uh, those triplanes. So we want to keep it under three hours build. You know, that's one thing with moving forward with flight test designs. There are so many beautiful, extravagant planes out there, and we'll definitely put out some like Sea Ducks kind of stuff where you're gonna have a six hour build, you know, into it. But I think keeping a build experience under two and a half hours, three hours, is really the goal. So we'll make sure with the uh, with these Falkworth planes and stuff, that the build experience is as much fun and as quick mm. as possible where, you know, you, you build it, then you get in the air and you have fun. And uh, that way you can fall in love with the, the quick, fun experience that you're having by yourself or with others and then uh, get in the air quickly and, and make it economical. But the, the Falkworth plane does look kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, it does. So um, as we're kind of wrapping up here, one thing I wanted to kind of plug a little bit is uh, the, uh, the flight test forums. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's something that... Uh, especially Stefan and I have been making a little bit of an effort to get in the forums a little bit more and uh, talk to people and it's kind of crazy because in the forums usually like when there's like a question that I can answer or something that like I can actually like take care of there's usually like three people that have already worded it better Um, (laughs) but uh, uh, we are making an effort to say hi to people in the forums more and to just uh, just dig into there it's such a kind of like Stefan touched on earlier it's such a wealth of information in there Um, and so if you uh, have not checked out the flight test forums uh, go to forum.flighttest.com check that out um, come say hi indeed That's awesome awesome it's been a good week yeah it sure has yeah a lot of good things coming up in the future i think uh i think between flight test stem full scale fridays the vlogs these podcasts coming out every week now it's really an exciting time for flight test in the community and uh i, I can't express the gratitude enough i'm sure from this whole team you guys have really given us the opportunity to do some really fun stuff and experience some great stuff and uh can't thank you enough for that. 
Absolutely. And it's Friday. It is Friday. And we're Friday's releasing this Friday. This is actually, yeah, this is going to be a same day release. Is it seriously? Yeah. Wow. Wow. So is there anything super, like, calendar specific we should talk about? Well, next Monday, not this coming Monday. Let's see, the Hot Trigger's coming up this coming Monday, uh-huh. right? Yep. And then uh, we have the build video for the 210, FT210. Mm-hmm. Yep. That following Monday is going to be hopefully the launch of full scale Friday concept video, like the launch video for it. Oh, cool, awesome! And I'm I'm kind of self absorbed in this, but I'm really excited about sharing the solo experience. That's it's Thursday. It's going to be fun. So keep an eye open for that. All right, will do. Okay, guys. Well, we want to thank you for listening, and we will catch you exactly one week from today. Deuces. See ya. See you guys. You thought I was going to make that. Really? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>